2: Welcome! Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into
0: Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, May 27th, 2022, Memorial Day weekend. Please remember the real reason for this weekend. And if you're gathering as we are with barbecue and friends and so forth. Remember the actual reason for Memorial Day?
1: Paying uh, honor to all those who've given their lives uh, while defending our country.
0: That's right. So keep that in mind when you're buying the new mattress or having the barbecue or heading to the beach or what have you. But we, of course, use Memorial Day weekend as well to kick off our annual huge Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway.
1: Can you get a few more adjectives in there?
0: I could probably do so, as a matter of fact. Uh, And if it wasn't for this head cold, I might have. But but there's a lot of blockage, including the brain. Trust us, however, when I tell you you want to stay tuned and do check out all the things that we're adding to quite frequently when you visit intotomorrow.com and check out the Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway.
1: You might even say we have a uh, plethora of prizes. I might, but I didn't. But you might.
0: But that is something that I'm fond of saying. Yes. So I'll let you say it this time. We have a plethora of prizes. Uh, A what? (laughs) You know what I mean. Okay. (laughs) Stuff you definitely want. And all you need to do is be heard on the air. So you can't just call in and say, do I win because am I heard on the air? No, that won't make it on the air. A question, a comment, help for another listener, share some tech rage. Maybe share with us your favorite apps these days and why, and on what platforms, that sort of thing. Just give us some info. Give us something fun. Tell us what you love the most or hate the most about technology. Whatever. We just want to hear you on the show. And that qualifies you to win these goodies. And we have a bunch. And stay tuned, because in a few minutes, we're going to tell you more of the prizes that we're kicking off the summer giveaway with that are available to you. You might say a
1: plethora Thank of Thank you very prices. much. Yes.
0: I, I think I would say it, but it seemed to hurt my head. Maybe. This time, yeah. yeah. Got
1: some tech news and commentary for you. YouTube is testing a new membership gifting feature with a small group of creators. The company launched a beta version of Channel Memberships Gifting, which essentially allows users to gift paid memberships to each other. Channel Memberships, which are YouTube's version of Twitch's subscription offering, allow subscribers to pay a monthly fee to access extra benefits while also supporting their favorite creators. With Memberships Gifting, a creator's channel members can buy a set number of channel memberships in a single purchase that YouTube will then gift out to other viewers in a creator's live stream Uh, viewers who receive a gift membership will get one month of access to a creator's channel membership whoop-de-doo my first thought was people pay for stuff on youtube (laughs) (laughs) not i
0: and not anyone i know but yeah apparently they're making a killing Mm. good good luck for that mastercard is testing a program in brazil that allows shoppers to make purchases with biometric data Like using your face or fingerprint scans with plans to roll out the technology worldwide this year. A MasterCard executive says that consumers want making a payment at a store to be as convenient as opening their phone.
1: You've been looking at my tech news list over my shoulder because that was going to be my next story. Was it? It was. Wow. I guess yeah. I'll just you know, delete that one from there on my list there. Pays to be the king. <laughs> what
0: would be your next next story?
1: My next next story is Apple has updated its App Store rules to make it so subscriptions can auto-renew without your explicit permission. I see so you stole that one from me. Yeah, even if the developer has raised the monthly or annual price. Before the rule change, users would have to manually opt into a subscription renewal if it came with a price bump. Now, that won't necessarily be the case, though you'll still be notified about the price change before it happens. Apple says it's making the change to help avoid the situation where users unintentionally lose access to a subscription because they missed an opt-in message. Sure. So basically, <laughs> this is opening the door for you to just say, "Yeah, auto renew my subscription." Then the app or whatever you subscribe to, the price increases. But now you you know you don't have to worry about anything because it'll just re- increase or renew automatically with that new price. Well, isn't that nice? Yeah. Gap has teamed up with Super
0: Awesome. And this is something that Cameron thought was really cool, to create a virtual purchase-free experience inside Club Roblox, which looks like a Gap teen store and features a photo booth, a juice bar, and a style stage game that's designed to enable players to express their individual fashion style. Engaging teens where they live and play in Club Roblox gives them another way to further socialize, and express themselves in a new way, according to Gap. But see, Cam was interested because it had to do with Roblox uh-huh. that he loves to play. Isn't that one of his many games that yeah, he's always so. playing? And
1: and then he has to get Roboc- Robux or yeah, something really, for that that's, game? That's always at the top of his Christmas and birthday lists every year. Is, you know, I just want some Robux. And then to do what with? I have no he idea. Just,
0: he spends money for, like, I don't know, clothing, uh, weaponry, uh, you know, just to build game characters, that sort of stuff. Yeah,
1: all I know is the last time I spent $10 to buy him some Robux, you know, he then asked for some more, you know, later that same day. I'm like, what happened to the $10 I just gave you? I, I spent those already. Yeah. So can... Pretty bizarre. Uh-huh. Got to reel that in there, Cam. Yeah. Next time you want to buy some Peanuts and Cracker Jack at the old ball game, you can get it through Uber Eats. Ride-hailing company Uber announced that it would offer Uber Eats at stadiums so fans can order food without having to wait in line at concession stands. (laughs) So, wait a minute. So Uber Eats is going to deliver you Cracker Jacks? The app will display a prompt that allows users to enter their seat location. Fans can then view the closest concession stands and wait times. Once an order is ready, users can just walk up to the concession stand and pick it up. At launch, the service will be available at Dodger Stadium and Angel Stadium in LA, Yankee Stadium in New York, Capital One Arena in DC, Minute Maid Park in Houston, and PayPal Park in San Jose. Wait, wait. So, so wait, hold on. You're saying the user has to then go well, get that's it. It's not going to deliver the food, but you can use Uber Eats app to pre-order it at a concession stand and have it ready and waiting for you. So you then go pick well, it up, and then and then have to pay extra because you're using Uber Eats. Well, yeah, well, a lot of people would pay extra to not have to stand in the line at a concession stand. Oh, geez. Just be alerted when your food's ready. Just shove a bunch of stuff in your own pockets. That's what cargo
0: pants are for.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> this is true. Wow, so. a share sale on the secondary market is valuing SpaceX, headed of course by CEO Elon Musk, at more than 125 billion dollars, which would make it the most valuable startup in the oh. U.S. The transaction did not involve the issuance of new shares, although the company has indicated it might offer new shares at some point this year. But not bad for a startup to be valued at $125 billion already. Yeah. Good for them.
1: As many as 4 million American households will be able to get food, groceries, and supplies from Walmart delivered by flying remote-controlled drones by the end of the year. Nice. Walmart announced that its delivery service with the operator DroneUp will be rolled out in six states, making it the country's first large-scale drone delivery program. Parts of Arizona, Arkansas, Florida, Texas, Utah, and Virginia could be on the receiving end of more than a million packages by drone annually.
0: Uh, I get it. On the receiving end. Hey, yeah. but, but I'm glad Florida, we're among them, but yeah. is South Florida among them?
1: Uh, Walmart said that it would charge 3.99 per delivery with a weight limit of up to 10 pounds, according to the principle that, quote, if it fits safely, it flies. Nice.
0: <laughs> now, is this where they drop it, like in your backyard, because maybe you have a fenced-in backyard, so it's secure? Or do they just plop it in your driveway or in the front yard for porch pirates to take or what?
1: I don't know. I'm just wondering how many people are going to be out there with little pellet guns trying to bring the drone down anyway so they can get whatever it is you've got being delivered.
0: Yeah, true. And see, my worry is if it's a backyard delivery system, I live on a lake. So (laughs) does this stuff end up in the lake or in my backyard? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. It's worth four bucks to find out, but maybe don't order something terribly valuable.
1: Well, they probably won't be able to deliver to your house because remember you you're forbidden from even flying your own drone because you're within five miles of an airport. Yeah watch me. <laughs> <laughs> stupid
0: FAA that you know how, how often do planes fly below tree level on purpose? So if I'm flying a drone 50 feet or something that's it's not anywhere near where a plane's gonna be. but no, they just want a blanket nope five miles within any airport nope you know you can't fly your drone. Have a nice day. It's like, no, 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 no. Come on. Mm -hmm. They're not being tech-friendly. No. A recent numerator survey found that 62% of American households subscribe to a retail membership service, of which, no surprise, Amazon Prime is the most popular, with 53% of households subscribing to it, while Walmart Plus pulls about 8% of households, And Shipped Everywhere claims 1.3%. Walmart Plus boasts the highest purchase frequency of the three, while Amazon Prime, of course, enjoys high loyalty rates. Oh. Yeah. But 53%, and then number two is Walmart at 8%. I mean, tell me that they don't have the market kind of covered.
1: Yeah. I think some of those, you know, retail plus Membership things are getting you know crazy. You know, I mean, they're all doing it. CVS is doing it now. I got a, an email recently um, from Bed Bath and Beyond. Come in and see our new redesigned stores. Oh, by the way, check out our new Beyond Plus membership. Oh my like, god! So you know, and I <laughs> and I realized when I got that email, I was like, I no longer get those twenty percent off coupons in the mail. So I wonder now if they're reserving all those twenty percent off coupons for people who pay for their Beyond Plus membership.
0: Well, the only time I would ever go into a Bed Bath and Beyond was when I got a twenty percent coupon and then maybe needed something that I could say a couple of bucks on yeah. otherwise i wouldn't shop there anyway so when they've stopped sending the coupons they stop having me as a customer anyway yeah. plus i'm tired of all the pluses yeah plus be original <laughs> plus <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what else could they say other than plus i don't know
1: beyond beyond <laughs> <laughs> or uh, beyond idiots <laughs> yeah. join
0: our idiots club uh-huh. if you got nothing better to do
1: yeah Tesla's long-delayed semi just took an important step toward becoming a practical reality. As CNET reports, the automaker has started taking reservations for ele- its electric big rig. You'll need to place a $20,000 deposit, 15000 of it by wire transfer. Wow. And Tesla still hasn't narrowed down the launch beyond the expected 2023 production window. Still, this is notable when early commitments have largely been limited to bulk orders from the likes of PepsiCo and Walmart. Unveiled in 2017, the machine was meant to upend conventional trucking with a maximum 500-mile range, fast mega-charger top-ups, and a 20-second 0 to 60-mile-per-hour time at a load weight of 80,000 pounds. It's still expected to start at $150,000, making it potentially viable for companies that want inner-city haulers without the usual fuel costs or environmental impact.
0: And I guess a good thing about an 18-wheeler is that you've got even more room for batteries, If you don't need all the room for cargo. This is true. So you can go farther Uh on a charge. Do you watch that Netflix series, Stranger Things? No. Me either. But apparently, season four has been spoiled by a new Netflix Monopoly game. And the Duffer brothers went ballistic. The sci-fi hits creators reportedly had a total meltdown... After photos of cards from the tie-in board game, which reveal crucial plot elements from the second to last season, they began circulating online. As if Netflix didn't have enough worries these days, Netflix wasn't happy about the mistake, they say, but they weren't nearly as upset as the show's creators, the Duffer brothers, who sources say weren't consulted about the game. Well, did they need to be? They apparently weren't involved. Matt and Russ Duffer have long valued maintaining story secrecy, they say, and were said to have had a total meltdown about the mishap. So if you're a Stranger Things fan, don't run out and buy the Netflix Monopoly game because it's going to have spoilers apparently in the cards as part of the game. Oops.
1: Whatever. I mean, stuff happens, right? Mm -hmm. At least that's what we're allowed to say on the radio. Yeah. Verizon and Cisco partnered to demonstrate cellular vehicle-to-everything technology that they say will make autonomous driving safer and less expensive. The project combined Verizon's mobile edge computing along with 5G and LTE connectivity with Cisco's industrial Internet of Things networking technology.
0: Ooh. So we'll see. Some more IoT stuff. Yeah. But
1: I've seen I've seen—I've that. I keep hearing that thing now, that vehicle-to-everything, that V2X, I think they're calling it. Yeah. You know. Because we don't have enough acronyms out there. Right.
0: And who knows ultimately (laughs) what that means, if anything. Talking about Netflix a minute ago, they've rolled out the mystery box to help young viewers find new content. The feature, Netflix says, is a fun and safe space for kids to discover their next favorite series and films or reconnect with a familiar face. So now if you select, if you're on your your Netflix thingy and, and you select... Um, what is it oh mystery box then perhaps you have some different options there that might be kind of fun to to try because don't they isn't it Netflix that has a thing that just says you know surprise me or yeah, something well,
1: yeah they used to call it play anything and now that's re, that been renamed to surprise me but it's you know it's stupid it's supposed to take I guess what you've watched in the past and find similar things that you might like it has never found anything that I like and so it's, it doesn't really work I think <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, so maybe next time Cameron's over and he selects the kid's thing, he might have mystery box, but he has no patience. No. I don't think he'd select mystery box. He ju- he knows what he wants, and he yeah. just goes after it, and it's usually anime. Yeah.
1: You know, that's a, you know, although he's been spending a lot of, more of his time still on YouTube, watching those ridiculous videos of people playing oh, people games. Watching,
0: and... people, watching people play games as they watch people play games yeah. something like that. That's bizarre. What do you think? 800-899-INTO. And the summer giveaway is underway as of this weekend. So don't hesitate to call in and participate on the program and win cool stuff. We've got them all listed, and we keep adding to them every couple of days. So check it out regularly. Intotomorrow.com.
2: LifeCare Care provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at 800 956 0683. 800 956 0683. 800 956 0683.
3: Into tomorrow hot summer giveaway.
0: Thank you, Cameron. Well, he's excited because we are excited because we have launched this year's huge annual cool
1: into tomorrow hot summer giveaway.
0: Good, thank you. It hurts my throat to go to do the hot thing like I normally would with this cold. Yeah. Um, But we have launched the giveaway and we're going to tell you more of the goodies that you can receive when all you need to do is participate, be heard on the air we got more stuff coming up, but you can see the current listing and check back often, or often, depending on how you prefer, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Just look for the very cool hot summer giveaway graphic. It's a beach scene. Very summery, right? Yes. And it'll say that. Cool summer giveaway, something like that. And then click on that, and you get the listings. And just as I mentioned, bookmark it. Don't forget to check back often because we're always adding things, and we've got a bunch of really cool stuff again this year. Thousands of dollars worth of goodies to share with you. And all you need to do is what? participate by letting us hear you on the air. Well, there you go. That's how that works.
1: This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, Blueberry Podcasting makes it easy to publish, analyze, and grow your show. Visit blubrry.com.
0: Like so many healthcare issues, the COVID pandemic has made mental health problems a bigger problem, especially... For teens, a smartphone may be able to help. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by MarPay, here's Alfred Poor.
3: Thanks, Dave. According to the World Health Organization, at least one in seven teens worldwide are struggling with mental health issues, including depression and anxiety. A new digital therapeutic called Spark RX is designed to help address this problem. Intended as an adjunct to other treatment, This smartphone app uses Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, CBT, to help teens and young adults cope with their depression. The rewards-based program takes five to seven weeks to complete and helps patients identify the connections between their behaviors and their moods. Interactive exercises help keep them engaged. And should the program detect language that might indicate the possibility for self-harm, it provides emergency guidance and access to resources designed to help with mental health crises. There is a shortage of trained professionals to help these patients, so digital therapeutics such as SparkRx can help provide immediate and private treatment options. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave.
0: Thank you, sir. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you by MarPay, powering employer health plans with AI to improve employee health visit M-A-R-P-A-I Health, MarpayHealth.com. And while you're online, be sure to sign up for Alford's Health Tech Insider free weekly newsletter at HealthTechInsider.com. We'll see you at Intotomorrow.com
3: Attention!
0: Welcome back, Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. This, our 27th year covering the latest in consumer tech, all kinds of tech, products and services, gadgets and gizmos, everything available today and into tomorrow. And delighted that you have tuned in, even more delighted when you call in and participate on the program. And it's very easy to do, either the old-fashioned way works, 800-899-INTO, if you use your phone as a phone. Or you can use any device with a microphone and a browser. So your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop. And click that Ask Dave microphone button at intotomorrow.com. You'll see it on the right side of any browser. And join us that way. Or, of course, the Into Tomorrow app available in your favorite app stores. Just search those two words, into tomorrow, and join us that way. Just about everyone certainly is familiar with the company our next guest is with. What we may not be familiar with, however, is how they help banks address security and compliance requirements while protecting our most valuable information. The Managing Director for Financial Services Digital Transformation EMEA with IBM is Prakash Patni. Prakash, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir?
4: I'm great. It's great to be here, Dave. Good talking to you.
0: And a pleasure to have you with us as well. There's so much talk about how things have changed over the global pandemic, and are we getting back to an air quotes normal period or not? But every industry certainly has experienced a lot of major changes. So in your mind, what's changed the most in the financial services industry, whether it's because of the pandemic or with the help of tech or both?
4: Yeah I I mean I think I'll highlight three main areas you're absolutely right there's been a massive shift and and the first one is really around consumer expectations so they have a now a real desire for the real time service that they get from everything else that they do you know be that booking tickets or going ordering dinner or whatever it might be so they want the same from their financial services they don't want to wait days for money to be transferred or or to call a contact center for information sure. the, the second th- thing I'd I'd talk about is just the the need for personalized um, services and to give you an example of that my bank recently texted me to say I've got a regular payment going out tomorrow but I don't have enough money in my account to cover that so I was able to move money and avoid you know charges and overdraft facilities and things like that but you know they were monitoring what was going on and and seeing what my normal behavior was and giving me advice and the the final one i would talk about is just channels and I mean by that I mean um, you know we've seen the transition from branches to call centers to internet to mobile and I think that's going to continue to move from physical to digital and I give the example of my son who has just turned 18 never been in a bank branch never wants to go in a bank branch and yeah. you know laughs when he gets bits of paper through the post you know checks as we would call them um, because he's like well, you know what the hell am I supposed to do with, with this he just wants <laughs> he goes why don't they transfer money digitally so yeah. I think you know, I think you're going to see all those are trends which will continue and banks are looking to digitize and they're, they're adopting more of a hybrid approach as they leverage the best of like, both existing technology and, and this new technology cloud.
0: And, of course, you gave some great examples, including the one about how you didn't have enough in your account, so your bank lets you know. And we talk so much about privacy issues the last several years and how you can forget privacy. But that's one of the issues that does seem to make a difference for a lot of us. It's like, you know what, we, we want the bank to tell us if we don't have enough money because we don't want to have other problems so if they're utilizing that kind of tech to keep us informed, by all means bring it on, you know, and hopefully we don't bounce checks. Checks? What the heck? Right, like your <laughs> 18 year old, checks? You know, Right. Well, what do we do with that? Oh my gosh, just Venmo it to me or something, you know. And exactly. it, they just don't get it because institutions seem to not get it. Do we we think that, that financial institutions are going to convert, if you will, or at least add some of those kinds of technologies in the near future and into tomorrow, if you will?
4: Yeah, look, I think that think, um, I think they have to, um, what we're seeing is, um, just to again, just to talk a little bit broadly, we, especially in emerging markets in Asia and Africa, we've seen people move straight to mobile. They, because mm-hmm. it was so hard to set up a, a branch network, uh, or people were just miles from the nearest branch. So, um, I think there's been so much advancement in technology there where everything's done on, on mobile. And then you've got big tech companies which are coming in and, and embedding technology into their services so you know you're seeing this this disintermediation between banks no longer know what you're buying and where you're buying it but now it's the you know the apple pays and the google pays and the venmos and whoever else who have that so um, i think because of all of that competition they're really starting to move fast now to be able to offer the same sorts of capabilities and services that you just talked about
0: Prakash, do you think it's a a bigger challenge, perhaps, maybe for what appear to be somewhat slow-moving, the larger they are, of course, financial institutions, being able to adopt some of these things? Or is it sometimes they're kind of copying the attitude of, well, let's wait and see what shifts through everything you know what's going to hang around what's going to be here if we start trying to do everything that seems to be popular these days that's a lot of work and takes a lot of time and by the time we get it going maybe one or more of these you know cash app kinds of companies are not even going to be around.
4: Yeah, no, what we're, we're seeing is that there's been a real change. And obviously, you know, we're working with a lot of financial services institutions and you know, we work with 47 of the Fortune 50 companies. So we see a lot of what's going on and there's a lot more appetite for working with these startups and, and fintechs. They they can see that they have lots of innovative solutions. They want to almost bring some of that culture into their organization so there's a lot more of that happening, but also, you know, as a result of that, you know, security is becoming even more important because not all of these smaller companies have the, the same depth of the security skills. So, you know, we're working with both the big banks, but also a lot of these smaller organizations to to help them um, deal with this. And one of the things we've done is build a, a cloud for financial services. So anyone that's working in that space, they, from the get-go, get all of this security and control and regulation, everything embedded into their service. So I think they are changing and and they're looking for ways of of partnering more with other organizations. So I I agree. I think it is, is, again, it's changing. It's taking time, but I think it's getting there.
0: And it sounds to me like the whole idea of these cloud services is great for any size financial institution, whether it's a small credit union in your neighborhood or one of the big banks that's nationwide or, or global to begin with. There's Opportunities I'm sure, if they utilize some of the cloud services to take full advantage
4: yeah no abs- absolutely and, and you know we're as I said we're working with a, a number of um Um, fintech companies, especially in this whole digital asset space, which has grown massively, you know, crypto trading and non-fungible tokens and all that sort of Mm. good stuff. Um, and they're using a lot of these smaller companies using a lot of our technologies to make sure that they protect their, these new assets that are all just on the cloud and nowhere else. Right. So yeah, absolutely. We're working the full gamut of. You know, massive organizations, global ones, through to you know tiny, small, new startup companies, just to to help them all, right? Um, in this new world that we're in,
0: what do you think we should know about how our data is protected with online banking? I, I'm hearing a lot of uh, my audience in my head saying, "Yeah, that's great," but but shouldn't we know more about how they're protecting us, or if in fact they're protecting us?
4: yeah and i think it's um firstly i think i you know ibm's been at the forefront of developing these security the security technology for the industry and um you know, we could do a whole podcast on all the different things, technologies that are out there from encryption for protecting data to different layers of authentication to limit who has access to what, to biometrics, for passwords, artificial intelligence, helping us sort of monitor the environment and flag if something fraudulent going on. But, um, you know, as I said, I think that we're seeing more and more of a move to these, I guess, platform solutions. So rather than people building it all themselves, they're looking – Um, at at companies like IBM to build all of this capability in and to use the best practices and the best standards from across the industry rather than, you know, everyone doing it themselves, which, you know, you can end up with some good solutions, but you also can end up with some not so good solutions that way. So um, I think that's part of what we're seeing.
0: We're talking about banking in and on, if you will, the cloud with Prakash Patney, the Managing Director of Financial Services Digital Transformation with IBM. You want to visit ibm.com slash cloud for more and stay tuned for more as we continue our discussion right after this. I'm Dave Graveline on the Advanced Media Network. Don't go away. Thank you for tuning into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the Managing Director for Financial Services Digital Transformation with IBM and it's Prakash Patni. Well, looking into Tomorrow, if you will, our show name, sorry, I got to brand it in there always. (laughs) What do you think some of the key business trends that might transform or hopefully will transform this industry are things we can look forward to?
4: So I think the first one is um you know I touched on it a little bit around embedded finance. I think you're gonna to continue to see this move where people won't be carrying lots of plastic, it'll all be in their phones, you know, their wallets and um these the tech companies will continue to to grow and make it almost frictionless. I think you'll see more contextual banking and by that I mean artificial intelligence will together with the connection between devices and information will be able to almost like nudge your behavior so hmm. um you know some worry about that but you know yeah. things like if you know if, if you're spending lots of money on buying coffee but you're also trying to save up money to put a deposit down on a house you know your ai might be going well do you really need that latte or um, you know suggesting things like that so um i think you're going to see more of that happening and then um finally i think you're going to there's been a real acceptance i think by Joe Biden, recent administration recently released an exec order around um, um, looking at the risks and benefits of digital assets. So I think you're going to see more of an acceptance of that. So I think those are three big trends, I think, likely to transform the industry.
0: Yeah, but uh, I, I think you're right. It is scary if people think in terms of artificial intelligence uh, involving our finances. It, it's it's hard enough with my own intelligence, let alone artificial <laughs> intelligence, to keep track of, of some of these things. But interesting to note, of course, that there's going to be less and less plastic in our wallets. Heck, people are talking about wallet. I don't even carry a wallet anymore. It's my phone. So, yeah, again, it kind of circles back to uh, everything having to do with technology in the 2022 IBM Global Financial Fraud Impact Report. You had some amazing key findings. Of course, I guess we shouldn't be surprised, credit card fraud is still the most common type of fraud experienced across all countries.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, it's um, the, the, the bad actors, as we call it, are continually looking at ways in which they can take advantage of um, issues um, in in the system, right? And um, I think some of the easier methods have um, uh, been sort of exhausted, as it were. And they're looking at more and more sophisticated things. But in the same way, you know, we're continuing to look at how we stay ahead of that. And you know, we're doing things like again, you know, embedding artificial intelligence fraud detection mm. into our technologies for banks and helping try and automate through more and more of this. So it's almost like it becomes really hard, and they and they tend to focus on the easy easy targets, as it were. Um, So I think we're making it harder and harder for them and hopefully safer for consumers. Well,
0: and that's good. Again, that's where AI can make a huge difference. And certainly, IBM.com slash cloud can get us much more information there. We all know that that you guys are continuously focused on financial services. You've got a a major history with clients in this particular space. Uh, Can you tell us any more about what IBM is up to along these lines that we hadn't yet talked about?
4: Yeah, I think, um, you know, we, we, we're we continuing to focus on the financial services industry, security and um, resilience at the heart of everything we do. So, you know, we, we continue to invest massively in that space. We're looking at some of the, the future technologies that are likely to come, a, come down the path and working out, you know, things that people won't even be aware of around how do we build um, security. And when we get into the age of quantum computing, for example, um, you know, that'll have a completely – different impact in in the levels of security that are out there and how strong they are and we're looking at how do we protect against that. So I think you can, I I think, take some reassurance from the fact that, um, you know, we're looking multiple years ahead and and thinking about how do we continue to protect financial services and customers' data so it, it stays safe way into the future. Uh,
0: or into tomorrow, if we will. Uh pra- exactly. Into tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Love it. Prakash <laughs> Patney, the Managing Director, Financial Services, Digital Transformation for EMEA with IBM. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. I could continue to talk with you if we had more time, and let's hope we can get together again soon because you guys are doing so much that is helping not only industry, the financial industry, but us consumers, and that's what counts in my book. Uh, Do keep up the good work.
4: Thank you. Great talking to you, Dave. Yes, indeed.
0: IBM.com slash cloud for more. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues right here. On the Advanced Media Network.
3: Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24 7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Call 800-970-8405. That's 800-970-8405. Hi, guys. Back to Cameron Graveline. And if you have any questions about tech, don't forget to ask Dave so he can ask me. <laughs> Call 800-899-INTO or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Now back to the guys. We
0: are, in fact, the guys. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, love his enthusiasm. And, of course, we hope you also love it because we want to hear from you on the program. Ask Cameron and Or ask us. We'll ask him. But either way, we'll get you some answers to any tech concerns you may have. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline.
1: I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA-permitted for kids ages two years and up. Visit Dexcom.com. Speaking of Cameron's excitement.
3: Oh, my gosh. It's time for the Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway.
0: The Cool. Into tomorrow, hot summer giveaway. Yeah, see, I just mentioned that, and so did he. And we left off last hour talking about some of the cool things from Hampton Products International. I didn't have a chance to get to some of the other cool things like smart adjustable white floodlight bulbs. How about outdoor smart
1: plugs with outlets? I mean, there's some really neat stuff from Hampton And Skosh always sends us a box full of stuff, and they were no different this year. They sent their Rhythm Plus 2.0 armband heart rate monitor, Power Up 600 Jump Starter with flashlight USB charging outlet, Magic Mount Pro Charge 5, and a GoBat 5K portable power bank. Oh,
0: from a company called Pivo, their Pivo Pod Active. This is pretty cool. Capture video and images with 360-degree motion tracking, target exposure and auto zoom. They sent us a bunch of those worth $150 each. So if you are perhaps a podcaster or want to be, or you are an influencer, you want to do stuff on social media and move around, this will help follow you around. It's really cool.
1: From Tivic Health, this is another been a, a very another popular giveaway uh, we've had. A very another uh, a very popular. Another popular uh, their Clear Up microcurrent device to relieve congestion from colds, flu, and allergies.
0: And i got to tell you, I've been using one with this cold, and it does help. So Clear Up makes a difference. From Sanjean. It is Sanjean. It is it Yes. RCR40 AMFM Bluetooth digital clock radios. Several of those valued at $150 each. We already know you're a fan of radios, so you might want to win one of those cool radios
1: and we'll send you Bob in a box. <laughs> this is from dan the Bob the mini dishwasher valued at $450.
0: Yeah, very popular giveaway earlier this year and they've made sure to send us another one to share with you. And from Brondell, their Swash CL2200 ultra thin luxury bidet toilet seat with remote control and Go Spa collapsible travel bidets. Lots of cool stuff. So many more cool things. Man, we got computers for you. We got all sorts of other stuff. You just got to stay tuned. Again, check out the listing at intotomorrow.com where we're updating it regularly and find out what that's all about because you can win.
1: All you need to do is what? participate by letting us hear you on the air. So you could uh, do that by calling our Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-INTO. That's 800 You could use the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button. So you can just look for that app in your favorite app store, as long as your favorite app store is the uh, iOS, Apple store or the Google Play.
0: Yeah. And just search those two words, into tomorrow, and you'll see it'll say Graveline Electronics. That's us. Yeah, we're Graveline. And you know you got the right thing. Download the app. Hey, give us five stars and maybe a, a little review. That could play heavily. I'm not saying for sure. I'm just saying... You never know. That could help. It couldn't hurt. That's. Let me just say that.
1: You could also visit our site on anything with a web website. With a website. With Any, a website. <laughs> anything, anything with a, a browser and a I'm microphone. I'm the one with the bad head cold, <laughs> yeah. and you can't get out a sentence. Yeah, well. Um, but you can visit us and hit that Ask Dave microphone on our site at intotomorrow.com, and it'll allow you to record a message and send it to us.
0: So that's on anything with a browser and a microphone. Yes. So your tablet, your desktop, your laptop, your phone – And just look for the Ask Dave button on the right-hand side. Yeah. And hit it. Mash that button. Mash it. And participate. Good luck from Into Tomorrow.